Hello, this is Dave Prozik, Metro Editor at the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, hosting this week's edition of the Know the News podcast. Dance is a popular art form, but when it comes to finding dance performances to watch, many people aren't fully aware of what's offered right here in Northwest Arkansas. That was one of the revelations of a recent survey, one step in an effort to strengthen the dance community in the region. In this podcast, I'm going to talk with the coordinator of that survey, along with a teacher of traditional Indian dancing in Bentonville. We'll have that interview in just a few minutes. But first, as we do every week on Know the News, I wanna preview some of the stories our staff at the Democrat Gazette are preparing for you for this weekend. By the way, if you like this podcast, which comes to you every Friday, please feel free to subscribe to it by clicking on the button on your device right now. Well, it's been about a year since the Benville Municipal Airport acquired Maverick the Border Collie, whose job it is to chase off geese and other birds from the airport. As you may know, geese in particular pose a threat to the pilots and their planes. Our Benville City reporter Mike Jones checks in with Maverick and his handler to see how this effort is working out. And in other aviation-related news, every year thousands of people passing through airport security in the U.S. are found to be carrying a firearm with them. And yes, this happens at Northwest Arkansas National Airport as well. How many people have been caught with guns at XNA so far this year, and how do security and law enforcement typically respond? Reporter Ron Wood will bring you the answers to those questions and more in a story this weekend. And you may have heard about Vista College, a chain of trade schools that served a few hundred students at its campus in Fort Smith before it abruptly shut its doors earlier this month. The University of Arkansas Fort Smith has responded in hopes of helping those students continue their education. Our Fort Smith reporter, Thomas Sassente, brings you that story. And the Benville School Board held a work session Thursday night with one of the topics discussed at length being the school district's 10-year facility plan. I was actually in attendance, took some notes, and I'll boil down for you what exactly district officials have in mind facilities-wise and some of the costs associated with that in a story I'll have this weekend. Check out our What's Up section Sunday. Reporter Laura Jo Hightower has a preview of the musical Come From Away, which goes on stage at the Walton Arts Center next week. Come From Away tells the story of the 38 planes and nearly 7,000 passengers diverted to a Newfoundland airport when U.S. airspace closed in the wake of the 9-11 attacks. We recently launched a Let's Eat column, a weekly roundup of notable developments in the local restaurant and food scene, compiled by Garrett Moore. It publishes Friday and can be found on our website at nwaonline.com. And our sports department, as usual, will bring you all the high school football coverage you could ask for. Of course, Razorback football coverage as well. We'll see if the Hogs can get back on the winning track when they take on UA Pine Bluff. Saturday morning in Little Rock. And getting back to our main topic of the day, reporter Mary Jordan will have a story this weekend about dance here in Northwest Arkansas and the results of an extensive survey on the matter here in our region. Joining me now is Karen Castleman, 
a choreographer and educator who conducted the survey. Karen, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Also with us is Mega Rao. Mrs. Rao has over 20 years of experience performing and teaching Bharatanatyam, a classical Indian dance form. And I, I hope I didn't butcher the <laughs> pronunciation of that too bad. Um, and she runs a classical dance academy in Benville. Mega, uh, welcome to the program. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Um, Karen, why don't you start us off? Um, why don't, could you give us a, a brief overview of the survey you did? Uh, you know, how you sure. did it, how many people were involved, what, and you know, what your purpose was in doing this? Sure. This survey was one component of a year-long research project that I've taken on, supported by the Walton Family Foundation, to um, map the existing dance and movement community in Northwest Arkansas, to um, converse with and interview dance leaders in the field at large, um, outside of the region, and uh, also to uh, strategize um, programs or organizations that could um, promote whole person and community health through dance and movement. So bringing our um, dance community together, bringing our, our whole community together over movement and, and more opportunities to do that. So the survey was one component of that. The purpose of the survey was to gauge um, awareness and interest levels in dance, both as a performance practice and also as a movement practice that people engage in themselves. Um, so we shared this survey, and I say we, I had a, a consulting partner named Heather Hartley, um, who has vast experience in um, running a dance service organization in Chicago. Um, so we created this survey together and um, 20 different community partners, nonprofit organizations, presenters, um, healthcare facilities um, in the Benton and Washington County area shared this survey with their email lists. Um, the survey was available for 15 days at the end of August, and we had a total of 571 participants in the survey. And what would you say were some of the most interesting takeaways? from that survey, in your opinion? The very best um, thing to realize as the responses started pouring in was that there, there actually is a high level of interest in dance performance and participation in our region. Um, some of the top barriers to involvement in dance, whether going to performances or participating in classes just for your own healthy activities um, have to do with lack of knowledge about what's available. So a lot of the, the data pointed to the need for greater communication strategies. Um, there was both a strong interest in supporting local organizations, um, as well as evidence of residents from our community traveling outside the area to take in dance. So there's um, a curious audience base and the need for 
more communication and awareness of what's going on in our own community to, to support and take part in. Um, one interesting uh, portion of the survey um, reached specifically to healthcare providers and interest and knowledge in dance and movement practices being a part of providing um, for greater wellness in general um, or specifically targeted to, um, to, to certain, um, I, I don't want to say necessarily, you know, cert certain medical issues that can benefit from movement. And um, the, the takeaways from that portion of the survey were that there is interest from on the part of healthcare providers and, and a general amount of knowledge from our, our community that, that movement practices are an important part of a healthy life, um, but can also be used specifically to target um, certain issues like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and others. Um, cognitive issues. So there, the, the biggest takeaway was just that there's lots of interest and um, opportunity to cultivate more um, in our dance and movement community. Yeah. Um, Mega, I, I introduced you briefly and uh, I'd like to turn to you and just give you a chance to tell us a little bit more about yourself and and what you do as a professional dancer and dance educator? So um, I am a dancer. I'm a professional Bharatnatyam dancer and a teacher and a choreographer. And uh, I've been training students in the Academy of Classical Dance uh, for the past uh, few years now. Uh, and I have my own students uh, who are uh, becoming teachers. So... And I also perform uh, all over community uh, and uh, mostly, you know, uh, this part of U.S. Uh, basically, Bharatnatyam is a 2,000-year-old uh, art form, and I don't want it to be, uh, you know, limited to our generation, and I want to pass it on to future generation. So me and, you know, certain other organizations have been working towards, you know, promoting the art and, you know, get, building that interest in students, uh, especially when it comes to, you know, Indian-American cultural blend. That's when, you know, uh, dance becomes very important because that is one of their way of identifying themselves in the community and uh, their dance talks, you know, uh, what they feel you know, when it comes to children uh, trying to express themselves. So, yeah, this is what is happening in community. And, you know, we have a great community that is, you know, coming up and supporting us, you know, especially people like uh, Karen, uh, who's been supportive. And, you know, the survey especially uh, makes us very evident, you know, in which direction we need to head, what else we need to do to, you know, make, make things work and, you know, get the word out to, you know, the audience. Yeah. And, and so um, can you, could you talk about a little bit about how important dance is to your culture? And So dance to my culture is, uh, as important as, you know, uh, in any other culture, you know, it, it could be a form of entertainment, it could be in a form of, you know, physical health, 
it could be in the form of uh, mental health uh, dance was initially associated with you know religious and customary uh, you know uh, part of the you know uh, culture but then now it's more of uh, entertainment health benefits and you know what not uh but you know it's it's so deeply rooted like as i said you know it's a 2000 year old art form so you know people have been passing on uh generation to generation to generation so you can imagine that that just tells you how important it is so for a many of the household music and dance is a very integral part um not just as a profession just to take it as a hobby it it makes a lot of difference uh, they give a lot of importance to music dance and culture uh, in indian community especially uh, i can't talk too much about the north india because i'm not part of it but india overall indian culture you see you know uh, majority of the indian families will have some kind of association with you know music dance instruments especially classical based or folk based so yeah it's it's deeply rooted and it's a cultural thing and it's a spiritual thing for many of us you know it's it's spiritually connected uh, within us and uh, that's why and there are uh, people there are parents that come to me uh, because they want uh, to keep in touch with indian culture they want their kids to keep in touch with indian culture and that's why they want to you know get them to dance so that's how important it is to them mm-hmm. and to our culture what um what would you uh say needs to be done to or or what would you like to see done to enhance the um profile of dance in this area just for not only um uh, with what you do but the whole the whole dance landscape um in northwest arkansas so if you ask me as you know karen uh, said and her survey said you know we need a lot of communication uh advertising marketing uh which i feel so for example for a uh, visual art there's a lot of uh, demand there is a lot of uh, people promoting it there is a lot of actions happening but when it comes to dance i feel you know organizations organizers uh audience themselves and artists like us can be a little more proactive and you know spread the word out uh, aggressively and we also i feel in this community especially i feel because there is so vast diverse cultural you know connection i feel we should participate in each other's uh, art forms uh, to understand because once you understand the art form it is very easy to connect and hence you know uh, you will develop that interest naturally so it won't become a formality it becomes you know a interest that is built within you so i feel that you know the uh, communication the advertising the publicity the push from organizational you know uh, point of view those things need to happen to develop that you know awareness in the general public uh, you know regarding dance music Uh, in this region especially say for example you know uh, 
I'm, I'm sure many of the Indian community will not be aware of ballet, although they would have heard about ballet, but, you know, they would be hesitant to approach it because it's a new art form. And likewise, in an American, uh, you know, household, they would be a little more hesitant to, you know, come to or participate in Bharatanatyam because that sounds, you know, they're a little hesitant because they don't know what it is. So I feel if we can educate people about what it is and build that interest, uh, you know, it should take care of all the existing problems. Karen, uh, the survey showed a lot of people are going outside of Northwest Arkansas sometimes to, to great distances um, to to, um, to see dance performances. Um, can you discuss what, what you found there? Sure. Um, we asked uh, participants in the survey who answered a previous question that they had seen dance in the past, I think it was three years, um, to, to write in what places that they traveled to to see dance outside of Northwest Arkansas. And um, there were responses uh, as close as uh, Tulsa and Oklahoma and Kansas City, uh, and as far away as New York City and Los Angeles and San Francisco. So um, it was it was interesting to see that it there there are people in the region who uh, are traveling far outside the area, but also traveling to other art markets that are closer to home to take in dance. Um, and to me, that shows uh, some evidence that uh, greater presentation of dance in our region could keep some of that uh, some of those those tourism dollars here at home um, and and all of the expenses that go along with with you know maybe a night out to see dance whether it's a at a restaurant or um, or even attracting dance goers from those nearby um, markets as well to come to our region to take in dance yeah um anything else kind of you know surprise you about what you found um and this question goes to both of you um i I don't know how much you uh, reviewed the study results but um anything else that you want to comment on that you know that you found particularly interesting in this survey uh the the fact that you know a survey was done itself was you know uh, very uh, i i was very proud personally and i was very satisfied that you know there are people that are taking up this issue or you know doing something uh, for the dance community and that itself was you know really uh, you know a, a very great feeling uh, because there is nobody to talk about dance. There are people talking about music. There are people talking about, uh, you know, visual art. But when it comes to dance, it's like, oh, everybody knows it. Everybody, you know, uh, it, it's a, you know, it, it's it's like brushed under carpet because uh, it's, uh, what do you call it? It's, 
it's generalized it's it's very common now so people don't take interest in developing it further or finding what is the problem or what artist needs so people you know like uh, karen took up uh, this as a challenge and went ahead and did some kind of research shows that we are heading in the right direction so yeah and Thank everyone you, I... yeah go ahead Oh, I was just going to say, I think one of the biggest surprises to me was to find out how many people and and just for context, the majority of respondents to this survey um, were adults. I think we had two participants that were under the age of 18. Hmm. It might be hmm. um, a future survey to uh, specifically question youth about these same ideas. But um, in this adult population, the number of responses that were interested in and curious about dance classes and movement opportunities to participate in themselves was one of the things that surprised me the most and, and brings me the most joy as a, as a dance teacher um, as well as as performer. I absolutely love reminding people around me that we should we, we can and should and are able to keep moving at all ages um it brings um i mean there's just a lot of opportunities to um take on a movement practice to improve mindfulness to improve circulation and and uh general physical well-being not to mention the endorphins that some people are getting from running or outdoor activities and mountain biking and hiking in our, our beautiful region. Uh, dance is another way that um, even adults can have healthy life practices. <laughs> and there was a lot of interest in that, especially in, in taking forms of dance that, that they maybe didn't have experience with in the past. Um, and that's one of the ways that I think awareness of the variety of dance artists, teaching artists, and organizations in our community um, will help connect us all as a region. And Karen, I, I should have asked you this earlier, uh, but uh, what can you give us a little bit of background on yourself and how you got into dance and, and what it is that you've, you do as for a living? Sure. <laughs> um, my background is in dance as a performer, and um, my family and I moved to Northwest Arkansas almost 10 years ago from Chicago. Um, my husband is a visual artist, and, um, and I thought that I would move to this region and figure out what to do after a life of dance, um, because I, I wasn't aware of a whole lot uh, that I could naturally fall into. Um, but instead, what I found was a lot of interest and um, ongoing interest and desire to see quality dance education and quality dance performances in the area. Um, for the past six years, I have taught dance full time in the public school system at Arkansas Arts Academy in Rogers um, and also teach at NWA Ballet Theater, uh, actually Conservatory of Classical Ballet in Bentonville. Um, and I have served on the board of NWA Ballet Theater, a professional ballet company based in Bentonville as well. Um, and 
it's really been through teaching in this region and, and watching students develop a love for an art form, but not see pathways to continue in that work or that study, um, and certainly challenges with growing into the professional um, side of that work while staying in the region. So I had students at Arkansas Arts Academy who graduate and are leaving the state to go on to pursue um, college careers in dance and professional careers in dance. And it's not very often that they come back again. And so over over the years, my heart just really grew for um, ways to grow and develop and mature the um, the art form of dance and the the opportunities to take in dance and and participate in dance uh, in this region. Um, my family and I are are rooted here, and we are investing invested in in finding ways to benefit our community to to help um, grow the things that we love in our community. So um, as a educator and dancer who's passionate about lots of different forms of dance, but mostly just people moving in general and the joy that it brings, um, I I'm just I'm thankful to have this opportunity. So this calendar year, 2021, I received a grant from the Walton Family Foundation to specifically do this research um, kind of ahead of proposing strategies uh, that I'm also looking for additional funding partners for um, or or presenting partners um, that the potential exists for lots of community collaboration in order to develop a more robust dance and movement ecosystem here. And, um, and so that's, that's kind of how I came into this work and how the, the survey came about. And um, I'm, I'm currently in the process of, of developing strategies um, to propose moving forward for um, taking up some of the, the gaps, making up for some of the gaps in our ecosystem, providing for greater connection, connectivity, and um, community building around dance, um, as well as uh, continuing the conversations with the healthcare community about the, the many ways that the dance and movement overlaps with, um, with working in, towards a healthy community as well. Great. Um, and you see this work going on for, um, how long, how long do you expect to be doing this kind of thing? I'd love to do it for the foreseeable future. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's tricky to, um, to know at this, especially after the last couple of years that we have experienced, um, how, how to look forward. Um, one of the challenges and one of the actually the, the wonderful parts about engaging in a lot of conversations with uh, those involved in, in dance and arts leadership all over the country has been to listen to people talk about how um, the pandemic has affected arts organizations, nonprofit organizations, 
um, and what strategies for moving forward look like. Um, so I feel, I really feel like um, there's, there's so much potential and this survey was evidence of that, that there's so much potential for building uh, and growing our, our dance ecosystem, but with, with a mind to how it actually serves our community um, and helps to foster uh, the growth of artists in our community and, and connecting artists and community members to um, the, the, the beautiful dance world that is all around us um, outside the region as well. So um, to me, the, the possibilities are endless and the work is just starting. So to me, it feels like a very, very long-term ongoing <laughs> mm-hmm. process. Well, is there anything else that you either of you want to add that, that I haven't asked you about or that just popped into your head? I or? just want to mention and congratulate Mega on uh, her recent receipt of an, Arcan- uh, or an Artist 360 ah, yes. Individual Artist Grant. Congratulations, Mega. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. Uh, so this, artist, uh, this uh, grant was uh, made possible by at the 360 grant that was uh, a part of uh, uh, Mid-America Arts Alliance and Walton Family Foundation. So I'm very grateful for that. Uh, but it's it was also an opportunity for my students, uh, you know, who've been uh, practicing Bharatanatyam for, what, almost 10 years with me, uh, to be able to come out of this pandemic and, you know, perform again on stage. This grant was for one of my projects, uh, which is my upcoming event on November 20th uh, as part of our school's annual event, Pradarshana. So we are uh, doing a full-blown production called Bala, the Tale of Kanha. Uh, so kids were very happy. So I'm very grateful that, you know, I got this uh, grant. Now I can peacefully make it happen. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Wonderful. I also just wanted to share um, an event coming up on November 10th at 214 Main Street in Springdale um, called Dance Chance NWA. And it's a bit of a a sort of open mic night for dance makers. Mm. Um, In this particular event, four choreographers uh, will have the opportunity to present anywhere between five to 15 minutes of new work and uh, the evening will culminate in a moderated Q and A uh, session with the choreographers and the audience. So it's a unique opportunity for local choreographers to flex their muscles of courage and and have an opportunity to put something new on stage that hasn't been seen before. And it's also an opportunity for audience members or even potential audience members if you've been curious about dance, but don't have a lot of knowledge base or aren't really familiar um, to come take in four different types of of creations and have an opportunity to pose your questions Um, ask questions of the choreographers and hear a little bit of context of what goes on in the creation process so that's coming up on November 10th at 7 p.m at 214 and that's a new event of the area brand new yeah. First iteration. Wow, cool. Sounds fun. 
well, uh, Karen and Mega, thanks very much for your time today. And it's uh, been really a pleasure to talk to both of you um, and hear what you had to say about uh, uh, an art form that uh, sometimes gets overshadowed, I think, probably by uh, some of the others. And um, it's really good to get your insight. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you once again. Thank you, Karen, as well, uh, for suggesting me. And thank you for having me here. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you for having us. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Yes. Pleasure talking to you both. Um, well, that's going to just about do it for this week's podcast. Uh, I hope you'll check us out this weekend for all the stories I mentioned earlier uh, that uh, we're preparing for this weekend. You can um, find us online at nwaonline.com and our replica apps for both smartphone and tablet. Thanks to all you subscribers out there. If you're not a subscriber, we hope you'll give us a try. Just click the subscribe button at nwaonline.com or give us a call at 479-684-5509. Thank you for listening. Until next week, this is Dave Perosic signing off for Know the News. Take care. Mm -hmm.